every vinyl record has two sides. And this is the Sounds on Vinyl B-Side Show. And from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Sweden and the Speakeasy Studio in the U.S., here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl B-Side Show. My name is Phil Boyer, and as always, from across the vast pond, the great ocean, the big sea is my brother from another mother, Mr. Mike Spenson. How is it going over there in Viking land today? Well, you know me, drinking out of the horns as usual. Of as course. You, yeah, of course. And it's a lot about rock and roll right now, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Can you feel it? It's in the air. It is. We are not alone, my friend. No, we are no. not. No, because on this show, on this show called The B-Sides, we're going to introduce you, the listeners out there, if there is anybody out there. We hope. We don't know. <laughs> uh, to one artist or a band on each show. Each band or artist will get the full Monty from us. So, without further ado... This time we got a band from Gothenburg called Hot Breath. And we got Anton and Jennifer with us today. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, how are things in Gothenburg right now? Uh, It's okay. It's not so it's it's, it's not so sunny. It's raining all the time, but that's like, yeah, like usual. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of rock and roll going on. Yeah, of course. Of course, always. <laughs> yeah. Always. In, in, yeah, a lot of rock and roll going on in in uh, under the uh, uh, yeah, like not as usual, but <laughs> no, during the cir- under the circumstances, plenty of rock is going on. I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In our heads. Yeah. <laughs> and talking yeah. about rock and roll, you just released a, a new album called Rubber Lips. Could yes. you tell us about a little bit about that album? Well, Robbery Lips is our first uh, full-length album. Uh, we we just released it uh, on a- in April, yeah. April 9th. and it, we uh, we recorded it uh, and we wrote and recorded it during the whole uh, summer of uh, 2020. Yeah, and it. Uh, like when Corona hit, we were we were supposed to do a lot of shows because we're a pretty new band and we were supposed to go on on uh, on the support tour with uh, with some bands or with one actually one big bigger band and also on uh, smaller shows by ourselves. Yeah. But then Corona came and we had to cancel and reschedule all of them, all of those shows. So then we thought it was a great idea to finish writing the the next record and record it earlier than than what than what was planned before. Yeah. And uh, so that's what happened. And with with Corona, like the positive thing out of it is that we had so much time to write and really put our our time into to doing it the way we wanted it to do. Because like usually when you write write and record records, you do it during or at least I have done it before. Like you, you're you're very stressed out. Yeah. You don't have that much time, and you and you always finish stuff like right in the last second when it has to be done, like right before deadline, and that always sucks. <laughs> uh, but with but with this record, we, we could really like put our time and our thought into every piece of every song. Which yeah. like when I when I listen to the record, I I can really like feel that we. Like th- that we that we put time into it, and that we yeah. that we're very satisfied with, with the result. And uh, like a lot of artists or bands, they say like, "Yeah, the the rec- that record we did back then, we, that was the best we could do at that time." And that's what I say now. Like, "Rubber mm-hmm. Lips" is the best record we could do for the time we had to do it. Yeah. yeah, and then of course, what you can always go back and and like, oh, we would have done that different, or next time we could try that. But that's mm-hmm. part of the whole process to learn from what you do and do it better or different yeah. the next time yeah. you do it. So 
But, but talking about you as a band go, going back there for a minute, you've only been around for like a couple of years. How did you get started? Uh, could Jennifer take us through that? How, how did you all get together and, 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 and formed Hot Breath? Uh, we all knew each other from, from before because all of us were playing in different bands. And me and Jimmy... Um, played in a band called uh, Honeymoon, De- Honeymoon Disease before. Wow. And when we split up in that band, uh, we met up with uh, Anton and uh, Carl uh, over a beer or a couple of beers. Uh, and then we said that, okay, we should absolutely start a band. Uh, and then we started to talk about how it should sound like or how it should be. Uh, but I think we just talked about good music and the way we talked over how 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 the sound should be like wasn't uh, wasn't that strict like we should be a heavy metal band or we should be a, a rock and roll band. I think we had a lot of influences and that well, that was what I really liked about those people because. Uh, we didn't want to play like a special kind of genre. We would play, we wanted to play like everything and put it into together, like a mix between rock and pop and uh, soul and disco and just, yeah. yeah. So that's what I really fell for with these yeah. humans. Yeah. <laughs> But did, did you like from the get-go talk about uh, your influences, where you came from? Was that like a common factor for you coming from? Because it's a, it's a lot of rock and roll in Half Breath. So you, ha- you had to come from like, I believe, from like the rock and roll background, all of you? or Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I yeah. think we are all from like heavy metal, stoner, rock and roll stuff from, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think the foundation of of us will will, will always, we will always have a pretty solid rock and roll, like a hard rock foundation. Yeah, of course. But I think think in in this band, we're very, uh, very secure about ourselves Mm. in what we, what we like. And with that said, like we, we don't have this, like every door is opened. Like we will always, I'm not going to say always, but it will probably always have rock influences. But we are never, we are never uncomfortable touching stuff that we haven't touched before. Like in previous bands, perhaps we, at least for myself, there, there, was, there was always like, yeah, but this band is uh is a heavy metal band so mm. we we it, it all you like the you narrowed the influences down more maybe yeah. but at the same time as long as you're comfortable with yourself you you start not giving a shit what people think <laughs> yeah. and uh, you just do like hot breath is a band that likes to have fun writing music and we do not really I, or at least I, I don't want us to to uh, really bother what anybody else thinks. And I think that's pretty rare. Like a lot of, at least a lot of new bands are more concerned on how other people will look at them more mm. than one, what they want to do themselves. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I, I like, like you said, there is a lot of, ro- there is a lot of rock and roll in this band, but it's not for people just sitting down listening to, the coolest rock music that you find in the most obscure vinyl no, boxes. You no, know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, we just enjoy music and yeah. enjoy uh, finding out about music. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And talking about music, why not play a song from Half Breath? I think we should go with Right Time. Yeah. Do it. <laughs>
right. That was right time. Yeah. Yeah. What an awesome, yeah. What an awesome song. Come on. I mean, I hear so many influences in this song. Uh, it's, of course, there's a lot of Swedish bands I can hear coming from Sweden, of course. The Helicopters, The Hives. But there is also some sort of like 70s vibe. I don't know if Jennifer, if 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 you're okay with this, but I hear Blondie in there. Oh, I that's hear, that's cool. Yeah, I hear <laughs> Kiss, MC5, Iggy in the studios, and 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 whatnot, all mixed mm-hmm. in together. It's it's a kick-ass song right there. It is. Is is that some of the influences that you you have in Half Breath, the ones that I mentioned? I think all of those yeah. bands you mentioned <laughs> are <laughs> bands that, yeah. that we that we enjoy. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. I, I hear a lot about in, in your voice there is a lot of early Debbie Harry, I think. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a really cool compliment. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. Because <laughs> there is something going on w- w- with Blondie in the 70s that I, I really dig and I, I think it's uh, mm-hmm. the right time is, is one of those songs. So yeah. if, if talking about this song, how, how did it come about? Ooh, I think uh, Anton, uh, we had to help each other out here. Because I don't remember yeah. the whole story, but but I think, I think uh, I, Carl uh, came with the with the idea of the main riff. Right? Yeah. yeah, and it was it was called it was called the CC Top song. Yeah, exactly like, the CC Top song. For, yeah, because because I think the pace, the the tempo we played it in in the beginning was more like. Uh, yeah. The sharp dressed man yeah. tempo, you know. Yeah, so it was more like a it was more like a bearded rock mm-hmm. rock song. Yeah, okay, cool. So it was called the CC Top song for a pretty long time. And it was I think that song together with Bad Feeling was those last songs that was actually finished before going into yeah. the studio i want to think that at I, least i know bad feeling was but i think right time was one of the last songs yeah. that we actually put the nail in the coffin or whatever you yeah. you say over there in, in, the, in america <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually that's uh that's true because i think the um, right time the chorus to right time was written like days before we went to went into the studio because we we like got stuck in uh, in between the right and wrong um, okay. yeah. in that in that course <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, we got we really got stuck because we had a lot of ideas for the chorus on that song and nothing made any sense and then a couple of days uh, before we went to, into the studio, I think we came up with the with the idea for the chorus. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you talked about doing it from from like a CC top perspective. It it was taken down in tempo also. I think when Carl showed the riff, it mm-hmm. was it was not played that, that fast. Okay, uh, as it, as it is yeah. right now. So I think one of us who heard it like drop yeah that's a pretty cc top kind of riff you got yeah. there carl and then 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 that was just the working title i yeah. i think cc top had nothing to do with it like five minutes after that uh, reference was dropped maybe yeah. then you tried it in in uh, an up-tempo beat and then the chorus came along is that how it worked yeah i think it was yeah. probably jimmy because jimmy says yeah we should try this riff but much faster yeah yeah <laughs> every time anybody shows an idea it's like how would this riff sound if we played yeah. it just a little faster yeah and yeah. what he means is let's play this much faster yep yeah uh, <laughs> but, but, but but it's quite funny listening to listen to the album because it's uh i tend to go and perhaps it's only me there there is so many different uh, things that is wrong with me because I I really dig when you go into right the right time and then you you move along the the thing for me is when I listen to an album like that I don't want the tempo to drop like in the second song 
I -hmm. want the tempo to to be up there. And and you managed to keep it like in an up tempo for a very long time. And every time I listen to your album from from start to finish, it gets me every time how my ass gets kicked, (laughs) like in the two first songs and then moving forward and then because was that something that that you talked about we need to do something because this is our first like full-length album we need to kick some really serious ass here i think it just came natural because i love (laughs) mid-tempo yeah i'm a huge fan of mid-tempo as well yeah um no I i don't think we talked about it so much I think I think we uh, we did talk about we we did we did yeah, discuss co- how, uh, on how to place yeah, the songs of course. on the record yeah of course yeah um, and I th- I think the only like the reference point I have in that is is like when you compare an album to a live set yeah uh, I always enjoy when you play live I have this thing I, I heard I, I think I heard it in some interview with some other band. I don't know who said it, but I agree on it in total. It's you want the first three songs when you play live to capture the audience. Yeah. And it's especially if you're a new band. Yeah. You want the first three songs to just be bam, 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 bam. You know, just yeah. come out full, full like uh, uh, warm water on full when you put on the tap, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you want to burn people in the face straight yeah. away. And then... You you can introduce yourself after the third song and like yeah so we're we're blah 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 yeah and, yeah uh, hello blah 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 you know and then you can take it down you know because you already have them in, yeah. in your in the palm yeah. of your hand and uh, that's like the same thing about what we I think we have discussed it a lot of times but like the five to ten seconds in the beginning of a song that's where yeah you get hooked on that song. Uh, yeah. So the beginning and the start of every song must be like, okay, there we got something. And I think that's what gets me w- with those three opening songs on, on, on that album. Should we listen to the second song that I picked out? It's called yeah. Magnetic. Yes. All right. All right. Let's do it. Hot Breath right here on Sounds and Vinyl B-Sides. Give me the prescription and free the
right. That was magnetic. Again, again, it's just epic, right? Just yeah, awesome. it is. There is it's one, one right after the other. Yeah, there is something about this band. I, I wish somebody would talk about them. I wish some of the members would come on Sounds on Vinyls and talk. Hey, <laughs> hey wait Oh, my God, we're here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. In this particular song, I, I, I'm the nerd here. So I, I listen to... Um, um, well, I'm just going to go ahead and, and say what I think about this. I think there's a lot of 80s hard rock in this song. I, I'm growing up in the early 80s. I listened to a lot of Rat and Motley Crue and Def Leppard. And I can feel there is something going on with those types of bands in, in this song. Am I right or am I totally wrong? Oh, dead silence. <laughs> oh. I'm so no, dead right the, now. No, Damn it. I, I, I hear like a lot of 70s in there, though, too. Don't you ever mention Rat again. No, <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. 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 No, but I, I, can, no, no, I, I can agree to the 80s feeling over it, uh, yeah. as well as the 70s. Um, but this was the first song we wrote to, uh, to this album. Yeah, okay. I think, Anton. No, oh, yeah, uh, it was. I, I think I, it I was. believe it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I get this, uh, but that's just me because, yeah, we were in it when we when we wrote it, of course. But um, in the, I had a lot of, uh, in the in the chorus, we have a, like an uh, Abba. Abba harmonies in the choirs going on there yeah. in the background. I don't know if you can you can hear them so well in the in the recording, but so so I think a lot of Abba in the in the chorus. It's not so obvious, but uh, yeah, I, I, something about the harmonies. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I'm gonna send this song to to Johnny Schaffer because he he was just <laughs> on our show like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm I'm gonna oh. let him I'm gonna let him decide. No. <laughs> oh God, but, no. But, no. But I, I see you mentioned of course when you listen to the headphones, you, you get the feeling that, that the chords are really important to you, which I really dig because there is they are very melodic, uh, which I think it's it's really um something that you you break with when doing like heavy hard-hitting rock tunes and then you need a big chorus i think and both man- magnetic and and right time has that feeling for me but is that something that you you tend to go with every time you write a song let's have a a, a chorus that stands out that that pulls you up i think that has yeah, yeah, I think that has become our our biggest Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it is. As as I said, the, the part about having so much time and putting so much time into this record has made us think about everything we do because we 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 have already started to um, build some new new songs yeah. because we we haven't we haven't uh, got any shows obviously you know so we started to just have some fun with new, new stuff. And on every new stuff we've been working on, uh, we always get, uh, we always uh, drive off the road when we come to the chorus part. <laughs> you know, the, the, the verse is going totally smooth. Yeah. And then like, oh my God, we have to do a chorus. <laughs> we crash, you know? <laughs> because no, nobody, we, we can never decide on like a basic chorus. Yeah, because we want it to be so, the best chorus ever. And, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. But there is so we actually wrong talked about that. it. There is nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with no. that. But that's that's how important chorus yeah. is. <laughs> I, I, no, but 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 going back to to what you said before, Anton, where you you don't think about trends or fads or anything like that. Mm. You just do music. Mm. Isn't that what this is all about in Hot Breath? doing like a, a chorus that that is really uh an upbeat and and doing the verses like you do because 
you you tend to go when I when I listen to to those songs that we just played, you tend to go, well, this is the verse I know it in, and it's going to go into the chorus. And there we go, there's the <laughs> chorus. God damn it! Yeah. And if that would have been dropped down, yeah. I would, as a listener, would be disappointed because you got something going on, then and it's sort of like you talked about the live shows. You got three songs to 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 pull the audience in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, you know, about following trends in when you write songs, I think we have a pretty good picture on what, what is trendy right now or what was trendy five years ago or perhaps what will be trendy the coming years. Yeah. As, but as long as you don't get yourself locked in in anything and you have an open view on it, and now the, the 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 question was regarded to choruses, but, yeah, but go but, ahead, Mike. Yeah, but I think <laughs> I think uh, as long as you're open, you have so much more to to uh, to. If if music was like a, a a wall of candy that you that you put in your that you and you have one bag to put candy inside. Yeah. If you have an open mind about about stuff and if you like to try new stuff the there is even more interesting candy you know but yeah. if you if you just like hallonbotar or if you just <laughs> like uh, uh, swedish chocolate it's it yeah. gets pretty boring after a while mm. and i think we we are we are afraid when we write songs we are afraid to make a boring chorus or we're afraid of making an obvious chorus and mm. that's what what has become our uh, Achilles heel and our strength at the same yeah. time, mm. yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I would rather go with strength because yeah. people are, are tending to go w with, well, that's not really trendy. I, I need to do something weird here because people are weird and, and people like weird. No, we don't like weird. Stop like it good. right now. Just go. Yeah, I think I think it's a strength when we when when the song is released and when people can hear yeah. it. Yeah. But I, but it can be an Achilles heel when writing it yeah. in close to in in yeah, a close room, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, I think we should listen to to uh the third one that will totally blow your mind. This is from Hot Breath Last Barang. Boom. Boom. There we go.
last Barang, yet another goodie from the record. It just keeps just keeps giving. Yeah, it's it's I the record it, that keeps yeah. on giving. Yeah, <laughs> Phil, you, you should say something about this song because I I don't want to go into the Rat and Motley Crue thing again. <laughs> ass, ass so. So I, I got a feeling of this song, but but I I, I, I hear a little bit of um old school rat in it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, I, I hear a lot of just just old school, like late 70s, 80s rock and roll. Um what what I love about hot breath is that you guys don't and you guys referenced this earlier. It's not really a genre or even a, a an era. There, there's there's a lot going on here. I feel and and going back to what we were saying before about the choruses, it sounds like you guys really challenged yourself with this record. You guys really wanted to put out something that was the most epic that you could do. Thank, Thank you so much. much. That's. Uh... That's better than the rat references. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was going with the rat reference, but no. No, no. no. no I actually, actually, there is another reference I would go with this, but there's only a, a tad feeling of Motorhead in this song. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thank oh. you. Because Thank that, you. That was Saved the... by... Yeah. <laughs> you redeemed by yourself, Jeff. Mike. You redeemed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the but the main riff um, is actually really influenced by Motorhead, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this song, I think, was very. We had um, we had a thought of doing like a more punk song. Uh, the chorus is not so like punk rock, but but all the other stuff in the song is kind of horror uh, punk ish uh so i think this song last barang is definitely something something else than the other songs on the record okay so so i'm i'm fine now so i don't have to go when you come play in malmo in 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 february of next year i don't have to hide in the back no of the no, no. You're, you're good stand there in front and be proud <laughs> yeah no you okay. you you're redeemed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing no, at think, me from the stage, going, "That's the rat dude over there." Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, exactly. No, I think I think Last Barang is is uh, yeah. It's like Jennifer said, it's one of the more punkier songs on yeah. the record, and I, I, one of the more dirt. It's also like the only song where I play uh, gallop on the bass, <laughs> and 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 I am a huge fan of playing. You know, you know. And it downstroke and gallop all the way, which yeah. is great. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, yeah, it's like we, we talked about it. Uh, I think it was last rehearsal because we rehearsed last spring because we're doing uh, some stuff in upcoming in the summer. Yeah. But uh, it's like our, our homage to, to 80s riff metal, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because it's a the whole verse is so, and just how the vocals go with the verse, it's like an attack all the time, you know, yeah. ba 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 ba, yeah, yeah. it's like a, yeah. And that's that's why I mean with the Motorhead feel of it, because there mm. is an a, attack right there. Uh, yeah. I think it's very similar to to the punkish thing that Motorhead <laughs> was coming up with. So, very yeah. very cool song, very cool song. Now yes. we got to yeah. talk about the name. Yeah. Hot breath. Now, like I was saying a, a minute ago, for some reason, I feel like hot breath really fits this band, fits the sound of this band. So how did the name come about? What's it? Does, does it have like some hidden meaning, some inside joke kind of thing? Or, or what's the name all about? It's a uh. joke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We had a hard time. Yep. We had a very hard time on <laughs> on, on choosing a name for this band. Mm. I think we had like 422 different yeah. examples. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. No, but when we recorded the 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 first no the like our first release the EP, we didn't have a name. We 
because we weren't um, we couldn't agree on on one yeah. name so <laughs> we were actually called for about two weeks we were called Franz Jäger <laughs> and for those people living in Sweden that's a, a safe a bank safe that uh, people <laughs> stole money from in yeah. a famous uh, movie series Jönsson <laughs> Liga yeah. But I remember I was very fond of the name because I was like, I like the reference, the Swedish mm. reference of it, but nobody will understand no. it outside of Sweden. Mm. And we were also like very skeptic about it, like, ah, well, we shouldn't be called this, you know. And mm. then Jimmy, uh, the, our drummer, he, he was the one writing the, the flagship of band names and he would mm. come with suggestions like almost every day like what about this i got it you know no no, no, <laughs> no, no it yeah. doesn't. and we were super skeptic all the time <laughs> yeah. poor jimmy yeah we actually had a we had a rule like don't discuss band names during rehearsal mm. <laughs> you know which is quite funny because we were having rehearsals with a band that needed a name you know yeah so but isn't that isn't that strange because naming a band is like the hardest thing ever yeah. writing yeah. music that's not a hard part it's finding a band name that mm. everybody can get yeah to and a, a band name that that's not first taken you know we <laughs> i remember we we were talking about jaguar yeah yeah and but... and that, that's mm. taken you know yeah but i know when we came up with hot breath uh, first it was like uh, I think it was uh, yeah I guess it was Jimmy who said like bad breath something with breath but then yeah. someone of us said like no we're not bad breath we're hot breath yeah and hot bad breath. breath is a hot breath yeah, yeah. and bad and, breath was taken so <laughs> yeah but I but hot breath is more like it can be both really dirty and it can be really sexy at the same time like yeah. you yeah. and ah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, oh that's us you know yeah that's us <laughs> in the box cool yeah and and speaking of hot breath i think we should go who's the one
All right, who's the one? One of the other songs on the brand new Hot Breath record, Mike. Yes, thoughts? yes. I, I'm I'm a scared. I'm scared right now. You're scared. You're no, scared. no. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm scared of not being invited. Invi- I'm not going to get invited to this show ever again. I'm going I'm to wear a rat shirt next time. I. <laughs> So I'm, I'm sorry for being honest. <laughs> no, 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 it's 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 cool, man. Uh, I hear a lot of Blondie and David Bowie in this song. Mm, nice. Yeah, going back to Blondie again. I think it's. I don't know why. I I I'm not a huge Blondie fan, but I had a, have a couple of the early records. But there is something. Um. There is something in your voice that 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 is Debbie Harry to me, uh, especially you. when I listen in in my headphones. There is something going on there, and I feel there is a, a vibe of of like David Bowie in there too. Is, cool. the, is that something you can get behind? Yeah, but I I didn't think I I don't think we thought of it when we wrote it. But I, oh, I can see I can see the references. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that who's the one was for me absolutely the the funniest and the hardest song to to record to get the right feeling of it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's a like a uh, more of a ballad than a yeah, yeah fast rock yeah. song. Yeah. So it it gets more like intimate this song and that's always yeah. hard um but i i really enjoyed recording it but it was uh, and also we had so many ideas how it should uh, sound like because in the rehearsal we we couldn't like make all the all the addings to the songs and we just had everything in our heads uh so when we finally went to the studio it was like Oh my God, we can do so much with this song. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, the fact that we actually had time to yeah. try out stuff, especially uh-huh. on that song when we mm. were in the studio. Yeah, mm. uh, but it's 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 funny that that you mentioned that Jennifer that, that you had a hard time doing this song because I feel like when I listen to, especially when I listen in my in my headphones. I, I can th- there is something raw in there. It's it's sort of like it's hurtful in a way hearing mm. this song. If you know what I mean, it's it's right on the edge of something, mm. and 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 you can almost say, well, are they gonna pull this through, or or is it gonna mm. crack, or or what? And, and mm. then then you when you listen to the song and 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 then it fades out and go, oh. Fuck! They did it. It's it's a great song, uh, but and and then I think about all the other stuff that I just experienced. Listen to to the album with, with Magnetic and Last Parang and so forth, and I feel that Who's the One is is sort of like, well, let's take this down and show a different side of Half Breath right there. Mm. And I think you do it so well with this song. Thank you so much. Thank you. I like you. Yeah, you asked before when you when you asked if we thought it through when placing the songs on the record. Yeah, and I I think who's the one? I think it opens. No, it doesn't open up the the B side. I oh, think it's it, the it second, ends the A the, side, the first right? A side. Yeah, so it's like a whole build up. Because you know, if we would have opened the whole record with who's the one. People would would have a different view. Ah, if people who did who hasn't heard the record before would be like, "Ah, oh, okay, I know what kind of record this will be." And then following, who's the one would be Last Barang, and people would be like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" You know? <laughs> but but yeah. I think I think the way it's placed on the record and the way, like you said, uh, show, showing a, another side of us is yet mm-hmm. again, you know, that song shows uh, people listening to us that we can do more than just the yeah. obvious rock tune, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And that we want to do, that, not, not that we can, but that we really want to, and that we yeah. will try to yeah. do more than just the obvious, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. And you do it so well. You do mm-hmm. it so well. 
<laughs> All right. I'm, I'm thinking that uh, we're going to wrap this up with uh, the last song that I picked out here tonight. And this is, for obvious reasons, uh, uh, one of my favorites. It's <laughs> Adapted Mind, and I will Ooh. get into it afterwards. <laughs> Adapted Mind, Hot Breath, right here on Sons and Vinyl B-Sides. Let's go! <laughs> Adapted Mine by Hot Breath. Mike. Yes. So how many different rat records did you hear in this one song? (laughs) I mean, at least, at least, at least, Anton. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I have to go. I'm going to listen to Rat tomorrow because I, (laughs) I, I, I feel now that I bashed on you. No, too, too hard. no, no, no. It's only good. I like to be bashed. That's the thing about yeah. me. I, I'm such a freaking nerd. So I'm I'm up for all that. So you're all good. I hear a lot of Kiss influences in this song because mm-hmm. I'm a huge Kiss fan. Am I right or is it just I have to go stand in the back once again? I, I think you're. I think you're pretty. 
yeah, we love it's Kiss. Not, it's not so... bad hearing Kiss. So <laughs> no. <laughs> Anton, you can say that you don't like Kiss. It's okay. No, no, I, I, I can't. I, I, I enjoy Kiss a lot. And yeah. uh, I really don't understand people who don't enjoy no. Kiss. Oh, thank you so much. So You're my new best friend right there. Dito. But I think Adapted Mind was one of them. It was also an early song. Yeah. Yeah. When writing the whole thing. Yeah, I think it I came think, like straight after Magnetic or something. Yeah, and I know, I know uh, the whole intro thing with the drums uh, uh, following the riff that way was, was like, oh yeah, this is going to be a really, you know. But it was also, uh, I, th I remember it was a difficult song to work with because we, we got stuck a lot writing that. Like you yeah, show. <laughs> in like the chorus. <laughs> no, but, uh... but no, no. I think it's going to be a good song to play live. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a very, very fun song to yeah. play live. I will yeah. be very disappointed if it's not in the live set. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I, when we play Malmo, I, I can promise you that it's going to be. Oh, live yeah, set. right there. Definitely. No, but I, I know we also had like, um, we had like the feeling of. Um, uh, Judas Priest, the uh, Turbo Lover, oh, uh, yeah, feeling in the in the verse, in the verses. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I love Judas Priest, so why not? Yeah, me too. <laughs> What's not to like? No, exactly. Yeah. Oh, there's oh. never nothing wrong with the priest. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I like oh. I like how Americans. I have to just say that I like yeah, how Americans uh, when they talk about Judas Priest, they say. The priest. Yes. <laughs> you know, the priest is back. You know, <laughs> you, 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 like a lot of Americans, like in, in Sweden, people say Judas priest, you know, Judas yeah. priest, you know, but yeah. in, in America, mm -hmm. people like, yeah, we're going to go watch yes. the priest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah. 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 So we're going to be breath. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> breath. The breath. The breath. The breath. Right there. There we go. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you so much, Jennifer and Anton, for being yes. on uh, this show. Thank you. For uh, thank you for us. having us. Of course. Uh, hot breath, rubber lips. Go get it on vinyl, or CD, or whatever. Listen to hot breath every day of your life. Buy some merch, support the band, give them some love, hook those up on, on social media and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And Definitely. until next time, hook us up on, on we're everywhere, Phil, aren't we? Tell them. Tell we're kind of, well, we're not really on Twitter, but yeah, we're pretty okay, much we're not on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> we're on Instagram, Wait. though. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. Yes. Where? Mm -hmm. And we, oh, we even got a website. We Sonsonvinyl.com. We do. You can go there and listen to the show, hook mm -hmm. us up, let us know what you think about our crazy stuff that we've been doing here. So yes. this has been Sounds on Vinyl, the B-Sides, and we'll be back next week. Until it's been an honor. Thank yes, you, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun having you guys on. We had fun. All right. Yeah. We do, too. Okay. All right. Until next time, later. Later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been the Sounds on Vinyl B-Side Show, hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer. Sounds on Vinyl B-Sides is produced by Boost Hound Entertainment. Intro and outro music by Grand Reserva. Thank you for listening and for your motherfucking support. <laughs>